0: And we're live. Welcome back for a special episode on Coffee with Craner. I'm your host, Lyndon Crane, joined by a very special guest today, Mayor McDonald. Mayor McDonald was a two-term city councillor, went on to become deputy mayor of Leamington in 2014, and was elected as mayor in 2018. Serves on multiple boards in her role as mayor, including the Ontario Small Urban Municipalities as vice chair. Serves on the Essex-Windsor Solid Waste Authority Board also is a board of director on the Association of Municipalities of Ontario. Aside from that, she's received multiple awards and won recently the 2020 Oatley Award from uh, the Consulate of Mexico for her excellent contributions uh, to community leadership and also to her partnership with Mexico. Um, Mayor McDonald, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. You have a very interesting background and um, it's just going to be a delight- delightful conversation with you tonight.
1: Thank you. Lyndon, I'm happy. I'm thrilled
0: to be here. Awesome. Well, well, thanks for being here. And my favorite question of the show, where in Leamington would you say is your favorite place to get coffee?
1: My favorite place is Lakeside Bakery. It's like a, a neighborhood coffee shop, but the coffee is excellent. And the atmosphere is much like Europe where people come in and, and get together and have their conversations. And I, I love it. The coffee is very, it's excellent.
0: What do you uh, take in your
1: coffee? I'm boring. It's just black. I can't stand flavors. I don't like milk, don't like sugar. I'm very, I'm easy to get along with. And if I have espresso, it's black with no sugar, no nothing.
0: Wow. Hardcore, I'd say. (laughs) Well, maybe. (laughs) Yes. So talk to me a bit how you got involved in politics. I know you were an entrepreneur before that, but for those watching, how did this all start for you?
1: There was never an intent. You know, people like to ask, oh, were you always wanting to, to be in politics? And that was never the case. I opened my kitchen shop in 1997 and we did cooking classes and so on, but in the center of the store was an island and that's where we did our cooking classes, but it slowly became a hub. We had coffee on every day. People came in to see what was happening uptown. I was also on uh, on the BIA for a lot of years the mayor came, the councillors came, it it just became a, a hub. In fact, I had one sales rep say to me once, it's like sitting on the set of the view because you had so many different people come and express points of view. And and I became involved in the workings of the community through through council. So it was conversations, the IA, I sat on the economic development board as well so it was just a matter of seeing what you could do when you engage with municipal government and i was hooked i'm i'm not going to say right out of the gate but over the years i i loved it we we learned how to lobby as as bia members and and i got to know a lot of people and made a lot of connections
0: was there a situation where you were just like you know what I, i need to run this is why i have to run
1: well over the years i had been asked to run by a number of people in fact one of the counselors at that time said i'll pay your i'll pay your fee if you'll submit your name and at the time i knew that it's it's not conducive to business to to run for council because you'll make enemies there there's no way you can suit 100% of the people 100% of the time so it wasn't it it wasn't something I had even considered and then my husband was in um, in a life-altering accident and I always say the bloom the bloom fell off the rose for the business I realized how much time I had been putting in to, I will say now, to the detriment of my family. And it was it it was a real soul searching time where I realized, you know what, I need to do something else. And because of my interest and my involvement, it, one thing led to another. And I put my name in, I think January 3rd of 2006. And well, the rest is history, here I am.
0: Yes, yes, very impressive. Um- would it be you know, your fourth fourth term, and the fourth term being mayor. And I, I do have to mention you also managed the eyeglass shop, correct? Yes. So I, I have to say, I mean, when I when I first met you, Mayor McDonald, there's one thing I noticed is uh, your your style, and then also um, your your eyeglasses. And now I understand why you have amazing glasses, and uh, that must have been an awesome experience at the eyeglass shop.
1: It it was a ton of fun. I got to buy. I got to see what was the latest. Oh, those were a great 12 years. Um, The employer at the time was great, and the one there now is, too. They wanted me to stay after I I got elected as mayor, but it just wasn't possible. But I've worn glasses since grade three, and back then it was not cool to wear glasses, and now I don't see it. This is me. This is me, and I am it. So... Um, yes, I, I had great, great ability to, to, to put glasses together with people, I guess it's sort of a skill.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Coming from a person who wears glasses. So I had I had to mention that. Um, but how were you able to, I guess, transfer skills that you learned being an entrepreneur into your role? Because I, I know there there must be some transferable skills.
1: Well I'll tell you budgets the first thing. <laughs> Budget to me I, I remember thinking because I was not a math star in school but basic arithmetic understanding budgets that that helped me so much. But even by the time I sold the store I already understood the workings of government. I understood who was responsible for what. I I learned I learned how to 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 play the game if you will. I learned the ropes. So, so the actual skills in in running a business are, are still different, right? Because in in business, if you don't get what you want, man, oh man, you get it done the next day. Government moves slowly, and, and those are the frustrating things. But, but uh, yeah, I'll say budget was first. Um, interpersonal skills, um, although some people might say I lack them. My daughter always says I don't have a filter. Um, but, but again, the 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 learning how things work, the ability to lobby, like I said, to to engage with government, I, I would say I learned that from the the ten years I was in the store. So other than that, I mean, we cooked, we did cooking classes and wine tasting and all that kind of thing. But um, the budget part, I'm going to say, was the most understanding—the in and out and and all of that. And and again, my roles and the on the different boards. Had I not gone into business, I would not be here. I guess that's the best way to say mm-hmm. it. Had I not been led down that path, you wouldn't be interviewing me. I can tell you that right now.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's really opened your eyes.
1: It did, and it and experiences that that I wouldn't have had, right? Or or even the desire to, to do this, to to be a punching bag sometimes. And, and I think of the evolution of just myself, you know, in the beginning when you're unsure of yourself. I remember one gentleman said to me after I got elected, I thought you'd speak up a lot more. You're a lot quieter. And I said to him, I'll tell you something. It's great to tell your opinion to 10 people or 20 but when there's 20,000 people out there waiting to vote for you and you have to take a stand it's a whole different ball game so i I've, I've had i I've, I've evolved to the point where you know there's going to be criticism you do the best for you, your municipality that you can taking in all the information and if people don't don't like it well i'm sorry i've done my best
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess that's all you can really do, right? Right. So, I mean, would you ever go back to being an entrepreneur? Nope. No. So there, there's no more Strawberry Kitchen Shop.
1: No. Despite the fact that every Christmas people say to me, "I miss your store." I love those years, Lyndon. I love them. I wouldn't wish them away or trade them away. But it was it was time to move on. Owning a business is all consuming. I can I can imagine what business owners have gone through in the last year and however many months. I am so thankful it's not me. Because of the stress, you don't shut that off at the end of the day. Um and, and I'm going to say this job, this job is is similar. I don't shut it off at the end of the day, but I have a team behind me where when we my husband and I owned the store, I was the person, right? I was the mm-hmm. thing. I was the everything else and, and that, that was, it was just him and I, and and I felt responsible. So that level of, yeah, that level of responsibility, I don't look to have that anymore. No, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it must be all about balance for you.
1: It is. it, And I had to learn that the hard way. I had to learn it, um, that there are, yeah, that there are more important things and, and that you need, you need to find that and I I, be, I believe I have a tendency to throw myself into whatever I take on, you know, really that COVID has given me that ability to step back because I'll tell mm-hmm. you, 2019 was insane. It, it was, it never stopped. It, it was 24, seven, seven days a week. COVID, COVID has allowed me to take just take a step back i'm not gone every weekend i was gone all weekend all of 2019 i look forward to that again but now that i've seen what it feels like not to be that mm-hmm. incredibly busy i believe going forward i will i will have the ability now to say no i will give myself limits to how many things i take on on a weekend but i had to learn that i, I guess i seem to need to learn things the hard way
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't don't we all don't we all so uh, I, I want to flip the switch going back to politics. Um, I mean, you're the first female mayor of Leamington since the 50s. What is that like? What has it been like for you in this role?
1: I'll tell you a co- cool little story. The other female mayor, Grace McFarland, actually defeated my husband's grandfather. His grandpa, Jesse Sherman, was the mayor. Grace McFarland beat him. And for a long time, my mother in law, she was still alive with would have some things to say it it was um it was a a bit of a a thorn a thorn yes so to me it's one of those little ironies of life so I I think that's kind of cool um what what has really astounded me is the people that come up to me and and tell me that that I'm a role model and it's And it's not me, Hilda McDonald. It it is the fact that I'm female. The fact that I'm I'm not afraid. I think helps. Um, I'm I'm amazed at that. I'm amazed too at at the men that that listen to my opinion. You know, when when I've had people ask me, well, what's it like working with all men? I, I can't say it's it's been bad. It I I have had respect. I have had collaborative effort. It it's been it's been really great. My colleagues on council are amazing. My my colleagues at uh, the county level have been great to work with. So, really, I think it's it, it shows young women in particular, and I'm thinking of my granddaughters, that women can attain this. Doesn't even matter their age, right? So, so that I'm happy to be an example, and I go and speak to children in the in the schools and and I see that that they get that so so for me that that is really great but I've never been so much about gender as about the ability to do the job well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. even if you're female and you can't do it well you know
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah definitely gender aside right it's um, I, well, I think it's very important that you are female and you are inspiring others um, in your role. And that's that's great to hear, Mayor um, McDonald. So uh, what would you say since being elected and you said uh, 2006 as uh, a councillor, what have you been most proud of uh, for all that time so far?
1: We've, we've done some some amazing things. So I went through two two other mayors. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the first, my first, I'm going to say my first term, the, the CAO at the time said, oh, nothing controversial ever happens in Leamington. And I will say that those four years were somewhat like that. And then when Mayor Patterson came on, we just had some really different things. The, the greenhouse industry started to, to boom. Of course, Heinz closed. And, and all of the so we started to step into a little bit more controversy, and and council's profile became a little bit higher than it had in the first four years. In those years under Mayor Patterson, I would say the fact that we built the amphitheater on the lake, I'm very very proud of that. I think that that is an amazing thing for a council to accomplish, and in in a fairly short amount of time, because that's that's opened up possibilities for our community that weren't there before. Now, this term, as you know, I think you know, we we bought the high school, the, the old Leamington District Secondary School as well as Mill Street School. Leamington District Secondary School in particular, we we council has a plan to turn that into attainable housing. So different levels, you know, where there might be multi-residential, there might be tiny homes, we're not sure yet. We have a, a housing crisis across the globe, particularly in in Canada, but even more particular in Leamington. So for us to be able to pave the way for more people to have attainable housing, I'm not saying affordable because sometimes that has a bit of a, a you know a bit of a mm, to it. We want attainable. So it doesn't matter your income level but you will be able to, to afford a home. And that's what we're looking to do. And I, if we can get there, I'll, I'll be really thrilled. I'm also really happy with our continued development of the waterfront. I think that got left for a lot of years. Once the mar- marina got put in, then, then that just stayed. And now we're doing lots more things with it. And our uptown, I'm pleased, very pleased with our uptown. We've changed the look. And the feel, and I think that so I've got lots of things to be proud of. <laughs> Again, it's not on me. This, these are council decisions, and we have a great administrative team. Couldn't do any of those things without those people, and and you know people forget. They seem to think the the mayor has more power, but but really they don't. There's still one vote. So so all of these things have been very very collaborative, and I'm. I'm proud that our community is growing the way it is. And you know what? You have to remember too, we're not like many communities in the rest of the region because we are like a small city. Num- not, not looking at numbers, but we have diversity. We have dem- economic demographics from the very, very poor to the very, very wealthy. We we aren't like a gated community. We have the whole spectrum and so there are lots of things to juggle, and we are trying to do to make our municipality a better place for everybody. So, mm-hmm. all of, I'm I'm proud of all of those things. And I think yes. you wanted one, right?
0: <laughs> no, no. I, I mean that is that is great. And I've I've been to the um, the plaza downtown and uh, right by the water. Beautiful, beautiful park. And uh, it's great to see those changes being made in in the community that has a great access to waterfront, right? So that that is awesome. And I know you say um, it's not the tomato capital of Canada, but now the greenhouse capital of Canada, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct.
1: Well, that's, you know, we're not, we're never going to forget our history. We've always been, you know, and we will still grow tomatoes, just so many are now being grown in the greenhouses. And with the exit of Hines, but still the the reestablishment with with highberry canco there are still tomatoes being grown but but we're bigger than that we're not we, we don't hang our shingle on just one thing anymore and mm-hmm. i think that i think we've learned that right with the downturn in manufacturing and food processing that communities that rely on one thing have have a hard time if something happens to that industry
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I imagine I, I want to switch over
0: to the the migrant worker crisis and um, how that has been a, I guess, an eye opening uh, moment for you as mayor and um, all the things that happened last year. What were some obstacles you had to overcome? Really? How did you how did you learn from them? What was it like?
1: It It was it was consuming it I guess that's the best way to put it we we in Leamington and particularly municipal government we we knew there were going to be problems and we tried to reach out to the powers that be but if you don't understand a situation it's difficult to make decisions when when you only know part of the picture so and, and you know what I'm not blaming anybody because what did we know last year compared to what we know now mm-hmm. and i I had many conversations about the just the testing alone the the covid testing and there were lots of varied opinions and I remember saying to one gentleman but what do you have that's better what what is there that's better and at that time there wasn't anything better now we have vaccinations and it's better we're doing another week of vaccinating our temporary foreign workers coming up this this coming week so so we're getting there but last year we just felt that the powers that be did not understand the the numbers that come to our community from through the temporary foreign worker program they had no idea of the interaction between the workers the community the farms and it it was a, it was an, a time of education and there was a i'm going to say an unwillingness to To be educated, and mm-hmm. we, we had to. I, I guess, like I said about myself, sometimes you have to learn the hard way. We all learned the hard way, but that, but that's across the country and across the globe with COVID. Who knew? Who knew? Mm-hmm. So it, and and then when those gentlemen died, you know, and and I had one resident. He messaged me, and he said, "The blood of those workers is on your hands," and. Mm-hmm. What, what what could i say i mean what could i say um yeah so it it was a challenging time we had people who wanted to work together and others who didn't but you know what that's it in in every situation um we are where we are now because of the willingness of all the levels to work together and and i called premier ford a number of times and and told him Man, you need to pay attention to what's happening down here and and he did. So, so we got, we got through it. Certainly, certainly learned our lessons, but mm-hmm, hopefully mm-hmm. If it happens again. The people in power will look back and say, well, this is what we can see happened. And this is what we need to do because of what happened.
0: Exactly. Right. Like who, who knew something like that would happen. And I think um, everyone definitely was um, I guess thrown off guard, but, it's uh, it's great to see that the situation's improved and um, things are going well in your municipality. That is awesome. And, and I guess fast forwarding to now um, and to make the conversation more positive, what are you planning for um, as your as your term wraps up? Twenty twenty two is is coming close. What are some things that you want to do um, for the municipality until the next election?
1: We definitely want to have that LDSS property. Oh totally figured out on paper so mm-hmm. that we can hand it to the next council and say this here it is i'm not pushing i actually i had this conversation with our cao yesterday i or the day before i said to him we're not saying we need shovels in the ground mm-hmm. we're, we're saying we want this completed the the plan the process the partners already willing and able to go so that when the next the next council takes over, it will it will be right. It will be then they can put the shovel in the ground. Now if they get it so the shovel can go in the ground next summer. Oh, I'd love that. We have a few other irons in the fire that I'm hoping we and that are still you know not for public consumption. We're working on those as well. Um a council is anxious to get back to to the council chambers where we're still looking, we have to keep everyone safe. Uh, I got my second vaccine yesterday, so I'll give it a awesome. couple weeks and then I'll be, you know, I'll, I'll be out in public a little bit more. So so we, we have lots we still want to do and still moving forward again on the waterfront. So yeah, the housing situation is probably in the LDSS property is, I would say is the biggest thing on our horizon that we want to see completed before 20, the fall of 2022. Yes, the big, big project
0: and um, congrats to all the success that uh, yourself and council have had so far. Um, uh, Mayor McDonald, I think we've had a great conversation. We touched on on so many different uh, pieces of your experience, and I think it's it's been very helpful to um, young leaders that have been watching, whether they're interested in politics, entrepreneurship, um, government, you name it. I think we covered it, and I appreciate your time tonight, Mayor McDonald.
1: Thank you, Lyndon, for the opportunity for me. This has been great.
0: Yes, you're lots of fun. I appreciate it. Those watching, thanks for tuning in. We will see you very soon. Bye for now. Great.